This is the JJO Morning Show Podcast with Johnny and D. Listen, rate, subscribe. me about your childhood, John. Uh, how much money did you get from the tooth fairy when you lost a tooth? Oh, is this our tooth fairy uh, annual inflationary yep. uh, yep. adjusted chart? I, I, I know we got quarters. Uh, our big haul, and I've said this before, is was Easter. Okay. We like dollar bills tied uh, taped to Easter eggs all over Grandma and Grandpa's yard. Because re- that's what Jesus did. It was really weird. I think my grandpa was into something illegal. I don't know what he was doing. <laughs> don't want to know. Don't right? Wanna, Family don't, he secrets. Was, he was Carlos. He was uh, Gambini. Uh, I don't know. It's strange. Um, I'm, I can't even tell you. I don't remember what we got. I want to say it was like quarters. Uh-huh. Um, if my parents, I feel like that might have been something my parents forgot to do. I, I remember as a child not having concept of money at all. Oh, right. I, I don't know. I mean, I, I guess it was fun, you know, candy money, what, whatever. I mean, young, young, stupid young. I mean, like deliriously. Last week. Yeah, last week. <laughs> Said candy stuff. <laughs> Christy, calm down. We're at the Target. <laughs> calm down. We'll bite you Kit Kat bar. <laughs> Everything's fine. If, you, if you're quiet, you'll get a Kit Kat. So, uh, but I, I I remember we had a we had this uh, a little corner convenience store. It wasn't even a convenience store. It was just a mm-hmm. little shed. And uh, a guy that lived in our neighborhood sold milk and bread and candy. And that was my earliest concept of money running, uh, drive, going up there on our bicycles. Yeah. And getting whatever we were eating at the time. Whatever. And... Uh, I know I needed money for that, so that was good. Totally. <laughs> but, but outside of that, yeah, I had no concept. Didn't care, right? <clears throat> yeah. Um, now, Avery, when he lost teeth, I just, it was like a box something. I'd give him a couple bucks. I remember there was a few times the Tooth Fairy forgot to get singles. Oh, gave up the five. A five spot. <laughs> yeah. Got to need some change. Mm. Take him a quick trip, get change. <laughs> right. Bring me the change. Uh, All right, this kind of blew my mind. Um, Teeth, obviously, uh, the payout is at an all-time high. Delta Dental's 25th annual Tooth Fairy poll just came out. The national average is $6.23 a tooth. Wow. (laughs) Right? Wow. (laughs) So that's up 87 cents from last year. I'd see now what was the thing? We we were getting two dollar bills back in the day. Oh yeah, we had a bus driver that would do that. Francis, I'll never oh, yeah, forget there him. You go. Those are, and those were a little token fun, super cool. not over the top, but but something you'd always remember, mm-hmm. something you'd, you'd want to keep and not get rid of. Yeah, we kept them. It's kind of cool. Um, like the idea of the two dollar bill. So the six dollars twenty three cents per tooth is up two dollars and twenty cents wow. from three years ago. That's insane. Pre COVID. Wow. Started, COVID really did change everything. You could start an IRA with that uh, twenty dollar bill for Jesus the kids. Jesus Christ. Start some kind of retirement fund when they're three. When did the teeth come out? I don't even remember. Like four. No, three. No. Two. Oh. Seven? Seventeen? <laughs> 
don't even know. <clears throat> Let's see. I want to yeah. say like seven. Yeah, I thought it would have been before the that. The six but... to eight year range. Okay. There you go. They're getting them around to like when they're two and stuff, they're still getting them. God, think if you, you go down that path and you've got five or six kids. Wow. That's a big cash outlay. Kids be expensive. No kidding. Anyway. Like, I'm going to feed you tonight. That's your payout. Right. There ain't no tooth fairy. You tell me you want a stranger in your room? <laughs> <laughs> I, say, I, I can see the first tooth being kind of a big deal. Right. Like, like Santa Claus, tooth fairy Santa Claus, you know. Right. Keep the dream alive. Whatever. They're going to grow up, be cynical, hate their parents eventually anyways. You know, the whole timeline. I can see the, t- the, the first tooth being kind of cool. But, man, $20 a tooth. No, $6.23 a tooth. Oh. I thought you said so many. Oh, I thought I heard 20 Sorry. It's up $2.20. Oh, that's what I heard. From three years ago. Gotcha. Pre-pandemic. Mm. So once COVID hit. It really skyrocketed. Wow. Kids in the South get $6.59 a tooth. Out West, $6.25. Northeast, $6.14. And here in the Midwest, we have the lower standard at $5.63 a tooth. I do it by size. Your front ones come out first, right? The little front ones? I don't know. I go maybe a buck and a half on a molar. Maybe 50 cent on a stupid little front tooth. Over the past 25 years... The average tooth fairy payout has surged 379% from a buck 30 to 623. Listen to this. At this rate, by 2048, (laughs) you're going to need a third job. The tooth fairy will be leaving $30 under the pillow for a single tooth. We cannot keep up with this. Stupid kids. (laughs) 30 bucks a tooth. Those are like crypto size returns on the dollar. Those are huge. Uh, Wow. So. Well, the kid's not going to know if you only give him a dollar. It's not like the kid's gone on. Well, maybe he's gone online. Mm, current going rate of a molar. Kid brings back a spreadsheet. <laughs> You're six. Who taught you to use a computer? <sighs> Crazy stuff, dude. Well, teach them what to do with the money. You're going to give them all that money. Mm-hmm. You know, teach them how to. Uh, when should you start teaching a kid how to balance a checkbook? I know we ain't got checkbooks much anymore, but when do you start teaching them that stuff? I don't know. We got well, Avery's account when he was like nine. Nice. Ten. Uh, was he then... excited to put his uh, little uh, allowance and stuff? No. In? Oh. Um, and then uh, <laughs> he checks it online like everybody else does now. Well, yeah. But he doesn't spend anything out of it. It's a savings. That's cool. Mm-hmm. So he's maintained. Yeah. Good for him. So I don't know. I don't know when you start teaching the the checkbook. I know you can get like a debit card for your kid. Uh-huh. Uh, I don't know. I haven't done that yet. I do trust him. Like when he goes off to college, I was thinking about that. I'm like, I'll probably give him a card. Yeah, there you go. You know, your prepaid card. No, like card. just a credit card yeah. for emergencies and whatever. And if it ends up being like, oh, why is you know, Culver's exclusively on this credit yeah, but card. He I'm going to be like, dude. He ain't running wild. He no. seems like a bookworm to me. He'll, he'll, You can trust that dude. He's frugal as yeah. hell. You he might splurge on a cup of fancy coffee, but right. yeah, he'd be fine. Right. I'm and, not too worried about it. I mean, if he goes to yeah McDonald's once in a while, who cares? Right, exactly. It's the T-Bell. Exactly. Yeah, fine. I like it. I like the, mm-hmm. I like the plan. It's I not feel- like when I was that age and I'd be like, I'm going to need a cash advance so I can get some weed. 
I feel like I get a little parental credit here. Okay. Okay. Hi, how's it going? Hey, how, how dumb were we as kids? We, I used to get uh, $2 bills. Our great uncle used to give us $2 bills in those Susan B. Anthony's and stuff all the yeah. time. Sure, Set sure. Pieces. Yeah. And we'd go to the store and buy candy. Spend it right away. Didn't save a penny of it. Probably probably would add 70 bucks in rare dollars and <laughs> coins and stuff, you know. Right. Yeah. And they... then that, that survey, I like how they can't just round it to the nearest dollar. Like somebody's putting $5.63 <laughs> under the pillow. Yeah. Uh, number guys love their numbers, don't they? They, they sure do. True. All right. Have, have a good, good day. All right, thanks. Man. Yeah, I'm, I do remember being fascinated with uh, two dollar bills, and, and my grandparents. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, they they were in Canada quite a bit, so we'd get Canadian dollars, and uh, that got me into coin collecting. I went through I went through all the phases. I wanted to be an astronaut. Collected coins. <laughs> you I, had to be an astronaut, and your family was like, <laughs> "Listen, <laughs> let, let, let's see if you can." Dribble a ball first, okay? Baby steps. Baby steps. Ended up shooting the uh, neighbor girl with a BB gun. There went the astronaut dream. Right. That was on my permanent record. I could, right. could become yep. A, yep. Killed me, man. You can learn a lot listening to podcasts. Uh, did you know that the hottest chili pepper in the world is so hot it could kill you? Or you can listen to this one. Bears can smell your menstruation. I can smell your menstruation. The JJO Morning Show Podcast. Johnny and D, nowhere but JJO. So this guy died. Uh, his name's Bob Richards. And he was an Olympic pole vault champion. He died at age 97. He's one okay. hell, of, hell of a nice run. Bob Richards, uh, three time Olympian, first athlete to ever what? It was a big deal. Um, I don't, let me see what year he did this thing. It was almost as big as, it was bigger, I would say, than his pole vaulting career, although his pole vaulting career got him to this really cool thing. Um, I'm trying to think, see what year he was on here. Proceeded to give over 25,000 speeches worldwide. He was the pole vaulting pastor. (laughs) Went on to become a motivational speaker. His uh, two sons followed in his footsteps, became uh, champion pole vaulters. Sweet. His son Brandon held the national high school record in pole vaulting at one point. He's got nothing on your track career, John. Well, yeah, fortunately they do. Um, <laughs> he was a vaulting vicar. 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 How do you say that? Vicar. V- vicar, right? To row. Yes. Ta-ta. He grew up a skinny, poor kid from Illinois with stuttering speech. He eventually overcame a speech impediment, traveled across the country, giving sermons while competing at the University of Illinois. How weird. He tied for the National Collegiate Pole Vault title, uh, continued adding to his victories, 20 Amateur Athletic Union. and 51, he was named the country's top amateur athlete. Uh, three Olympic Games, 48, 52, 56, took home bronze and pole vaulting his first year. Gold medal in each of his next two Olympics. Nice. He's on the Wheaties box. First guy to ever be on a Wheaties box. Yeah. The first jock. There's oh, he was the first? He was the first. That's pretty neat. Isn't that great? I, I that was... see. I never even thought about who fi- was the first. I thought it was always a thing. Bob Richards, three-time Olympian, first athlete to ever be featured on a Wheaties cereal box. That is so cool. Dies at age 97. My sweet spot for Wheaties boxes was uh, Bruce Jenner. 
right there around 76. Which is weird because I wasn't born until 80 because I'll be, geez, I'll be 40. Wow. My, uh. If you were born in 80, <laughs> you'd be turning 43. That's what I said. Yeah, I sound mm-hmm. horrible with math. But right. It's I how we know you're lying. That's what I meant. Really? Uh, <laughs> it's okay. So uh, there's a great bar bet. If anybody ever tries to uh, catch it, who is the, the first guy in a Wheaties box? Yeah. Bob freaking Richards. That is crazy. So did Wheaties boxes have nothing on them before then? Uh, just well, a, probably just that little a picture of cereal. Little yo- uh, logo. Uh, Let's see. Uh, Wheaties box before athletes. It just had a... Jack Armstrong was a fictional character, the first to appear in a Wheaties box, 1934. A fictional character, a baseball player, and a female pilot were the first three faces on a Wheaties box. Oh, yeah. uh, Yeah, pretty crazy. In 34, Wheaties featured New York Yankee first baseman Lou Gehrig. Mm -hmm. So this dude, well... It was a drawing of Lou Gehrig. Oh, was a drawing. There you go. So it must be the first photo. There you go. Bob Richards, first person on the Wheaties box. Ordained minister no, noted as the vaulting vicar. Olympic gold medalist. Did you uh, Did you run track? No. No. I the, None of that after school stuff was for me. I was doing FFA stuff, chess uh, club, mock trial. I can't remember what else I was Mock trial. In. Detention. <laughs> I took an elective. It was called detention, and I was really good at it. I I was only in detention for tardies, but it was always. Detente? <laughs> yes. Oh. Yeah, because I, I was late all the time they... in classes because I was talking right. to people in the hallway. I'm sure this doesn't come as a shock to anybody. No, no. I would expect nothing else. Right. And, and uh, yeah, that's how we got the breakfast club. A little after school detente. Mm-hmm. Always. Uh, I tried uh, pole vaulting. My buddy Terry was really good at it. My buddy Terry, who has gone missing, by the way. If anybody has seen Terry Smith, please call me. He uh, <clears throat> he won the Ohio State High School High Jump Championship. Jump mm-hmm. 6'10". Jesus. And uh, so he was, and they had him pegged for a decathlete. They, they had Olympic dreams for him. Of course, we were drinking too much, so that went downhill quick. Uh, I tried pole vaulting a couple of times, mostly because we were high jumpers. So high jumpers kind of get thrown into the athletic, you know, you can kind of, your body contorts. You got to be part gymnast to be a pole vaulter. For sure. You know what I'm saying? You need to be a sprinter, a little bit of a sprinter, a little bit of a gymnast, and mm-hmm. a little bit of a, a, have some a big balls. It's a scary event. Really scary event. And I remember landing in a pit once. You know, you, they start you out. Uh, oh, wow. I didn't thought about my failed pole vaulting career in a long time. <laughs> they start you out with a super stiff stick. Hello. And you can clear. I probably cleared <laughs> 11th feet. <laughs> you know, you can kind of just dumbly clear 11 feet with a stiff pole. That's crazy. That doesn't bend. It's too, I don't like heights. And you don't do it much with your body. You just, Hope. momentum takes, yeah. you, takes you over 11 feet. Right. And I'm like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm hot. 
And then we went to a bendy pole. And then they progress you to the bendy poles, to the softer poles. And I remember, uh, I don't know if I bailed, but I landed in the pit where the pole goes into the ground. And I remember that sucking. Yeah, I bet. And uh, then I was a basket case. I couldn't do it anymore. It, it scared me, to be honest with you. Sure. And I'm like, no. That's because that's a quite a height. Stuck with the uh, stuck with the high jump and the hurdles. You know? Yeah, something a little closer to earth, you know. Right. So, but uh, yeah, that took that took core mm-hmm. and and more and more balls than I think it took athletic. And don't get me wrong, it's a hugely athletic move, especially when your your feet are pointing to the sky. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but that, see, that was my problem. My feet always pointed towards the ground. That was my problem. Pole vaulting. God dang, that was a tough sport. Anyways, uh, if you, uh, and they're jumping, what's the current pole vault record? Include me in 20, I bet it's damn near 30 feet or better. 28, 29? What is the current pole vault record? I'm going to say 29.292 inches. Well, it's 6.22 meters. Yeah, we don't do that math here. Hold on, give me a second here. I don't know what that means. Twenty point four feet. What? Twenty point four feet. No, it's more than that. That's what it says. No, that's for midgets. The current pole vault world record as of February 2023 for men is held by U.S.-born Swedish vaulter Armin Duplantis, set in 2023 with a vault of 6.22 meters. For women, the record is held by Russian Yelena. Oof. I wouldn't mess with her. Um, and that is 16 feet, seven inches. That's what are you? You're going to double check on me now. Yeah, totally. Okay. That's not right. My buddy was jumping 20 feet in high school. Mm. 5.6 feet in meters. Six feet is 1.8. That can't be right, dude. It is. It's 20 foot, three quarters inch. That's it. Oh. Four and three quarters. 28 feet, I guess you'd be. <laughs> you, you, <laughs> you'd start to black out if you were jumping that high. <laughs> Is that right? Oh, wow. I was way off. It's okay. I was 10 feet off. Interesting. All right. Anyways, uh, there's your uh, there's your bar That's bet. pretty cool. Bob Richard. Isn't that cool? Um, and then, like, looking at the old school Wheaties boxes with the... the Artist's interpretation of an athlete. Yeah. Kind of cool. Yeah. Those old school drawings are really neat. I don't know. I like that stuff. I wonder what one of those would be uh, worth. Oh, my God. Right? I mean, I suppose. Well, you got to find someone to buy it from you. Right. How is that not higher? 20 feet. Boy, that is mind-blowing. Dumbing down your smartphone. One podcast at a time. Listen, rate, and subscribe. To the JJO Morning Show Podcast. Get up with Johnny and D. JJO. A 43 year old man was arrested in New York early yesterday morning uh, after he stole an American Airline employee bus from JFK Airport. <laughs> uh, that would be weird. I mean, they're going to find you pretty easily. Man, it's not like stealing a Corolla, or you know what I mean. Like, it's it's 
an easily I, recognizable I, vehicle. I've never known anybody that has a bus fetish. That's a weird steal. Maybe you thought there was luggage in the back or something. It was left unattended and idling. <laughs> there was no one else on the bus. It was in the middle of the night, but the guy was able to drive it all the way to Manhattan, which is about 20 miles from the airport. What for? So the cops finally closed in on him and pulled him over. He was arrested without incident. Um, the cops say he's got 10 previous arrests on his record. Oh, yeah. he's. But it's the first time he's stolen an American Airlines bus. A habitual. Yeah, he's just got a checklist. He's just crossing off. He's like, oh, I like to break the law. I'm well, gonna... Better than a bus full of kids, I guess. That's a weird one. Was uh, what? And what would that be? What would a bus, what, what would that look like? I'm, tra- I'm thinking of the shuttle bus from the hotel to the airport. What? What is the... The employee, American Airlines employee bus? Probably oh. like that. Probably oh. like the shuttle bus. All right. That's a weird one. Uh, most of his criminal history is believed to be of domestic nature. That's not the first thing I would steal, but anyways. Yeah, because you're not blending <laughs> <laughs> at all. You're sitting there... <laughs> thinking they're going to pick you up, take you to the airport. <laughs> I don't know. That That is a weird one. All right. And just a joyride. Yeah. Very strange. Uh, and, I mean, he's too old to be joyriding. Well, they say take take the bus. That's what everybody keeps pounding into yeah, my right. head. Take the bus. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, now, you are on planes often. You travel. You're a worldly man. Um, there was a photo on the socials that went viral this week. A man was eating a full rack of ribs on a plane. Whoa. He apparently brought it on with him, right? That led to a lot of discussion about being considerate to others and whether you'd even want to eat certain foods on a plane, considering the tight space, messiness, difficulty of getting to a sink. Like ribs. (laughs) Your hands, your fingers are going to be dirty. Well, it's probably like half a rack in a box with some french fries. I mean, I don't think he's spreading out whole a, a picnic. It's a full rack of ribs. <laughs> oh, full rack. See, I'd be like, ah, I wish I would have grabbed. See, I told you we should have had ribs. Um. So, yeah, here. Ah. Oh, that's a big box. Thank you. That is a full rack <laughs> box. Thank you. That is a full I rack. I usually don't show it off this early Good. in the morning. It's greasy, too. My God, it's... it's it's dripping. Oh my God. You get that looked at. Oh, uh, now anyway. I, now I want to rip. They, the airport food is the restaurants now are like world class in airports. We were at the. We had two hours to kill in Salt Lake City and we, we ate at a California pizza company. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. My God, was that good pizza. Yeah. Like, a, like a flatbread almost type thing. Yeah, California Kitchen. Oh, so good. Yeah, I think you can get it in the frozen section. Oh, really? Yeah. I would recommend it. Try yeah. it sometime. It was fantastic. She even put red onions on it for me. Oh, God, yum. was she money. Um. So, anyway... Um, this is a BuzzFeed poll. I love these. They're just ridiculous. BuzzFeed asked people about 32 ridiculous foods and asked them whether or not they would eat them on a plane. <laughs> the ones that most people would not eat are indeed very absurd. Uh, 96% would not eat a crawfish boil on a plane. <laughs> <laughs> Toe tops. Uh, oysters, nope, not happening. And 90% could not fully enjoy a large bowl of beans. I assume you don't want to eat beans because you're of the digestive issues yeah. at the altitude. Because I get a little bubbly when I fly from the altitude changing, whatever. I, uh, you know what I wouldn't want to s- smell on a plane? 
Uh, it's like a, it's like an egg. It's bam. Oh, really? Seventy-seven percent wouldn't eat ribs on a plane, no matter how many wet naps they had. But more people said no to egg salad, hard-boiled yeah, eggs. Yeah, it's seven in the morning. I corn wait. on the cob. Right. I don't want tuna fish. Just. <laughs> Pour me a cocktail like a normal f- flying alcoholic. Go to Cancun. If the person next to me started eating hard-boiled eggs, I'd be like, yeah. bro. Right. That, bro. Yeah. Even in here, uh, in this, oh, yeah. it's a very small space. It fills up very quickly. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think the last thing I saw. Somebody eating on a plane. That, yeah, I guess maybe it was some leftover pizza or something. I haven't really seen anything. Or smelled anything too obnoxious on an airplane yet. But ribs, I guess if it was the person beside the guy, it would be more of a... Well, and then think about the noises. Right. And he's... Smacking. Right, 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 right. Sucking and whatever. Well, it it would just be annoying watching somebody eat a rack of ribs on an airplane. Sitting that close to somebody. You don't sit that close to somebody at a restaurant. Right. (laughs) There's no elbow room. And that's people you love. Right. Not one of it's some fat guy dripping some ribs. Stranger, yeah. I, yeah. So then this that, this kind of brings up like smelly foods, right? Sure. You don't want to have smelly foods. So only twelve percent said they wouldn't eat sour cream and onion potato chips. I feel like those are kind of smelly. Right. Thirteen percent would refuse to eat a burrito, but a burrito can be self-contained if it's. I mean, certain kinds of burritos. Other burritos are messy. Only 23% would pass on a large burger. I don't want to really eat anything major on a plane anyway. Yeah, well, I try. Because my rule, of digestive issues. That's exactly right. My rule is when I'm flying out, I don't eat usually the day before. Because I, I don't want to be in a position where I got to crap on the flight. Yeah. And be stuck doing that. I'm there to get drunk. Yeah. I know you are. And, um, and beat up psychos that try to... Jump out of the airplane. You don't need to play cowboy, buddy. Um, so what about things that people would bring onto a plane? An entire pizza. <laughs> Sushi. Nachos. Nachos. That's kind of messy. Yeah, that's a little that's a little annoying. Listening a to somebody crunch nachos. Plate of fried chicken. What? Yeah, kind of weird. Bones. You got the bones to deal with. Right. A meatball sub. And a pomegranate. All these are messy. I'm actually surprised with all the allergies and all the people that are allergic to stuff and, and, and people bitching and complaining about anything. They let that kind of food on an airplane. Like a whole rack of ribs? Mm-hmm. That's, uh, I, I, I guess. I mean, I, people are cheap when they fly. I mean, you know, air, air, I was going to say people bring food. But then again, you can't bring food through uh, TSA, can you? Don't it they, has to be unopened, right? Gotcha. It has to be an unopened package. I thought you had to buy it after security. You can bring it in. It just has to be a sealed package. Except for a full bottle of water. That's got to go. Yeah. Or a liquid. Yeah. You have to buy it overpriced at the, at the magazine shop. Usually, like I'll, like, I'll like a dried fruit. Sure. Like a little fruit basket, a little fruit case. Yeah. yeah. Or like uh, nuts, jerky. Mm-hmm. Jerky can be a little smelly. Those are usually my go-tos on a flight. Um, usually it's it's that uh, interesting hum on an airplane where you can't really hear things too clearly. Everything's kind of muffled. It's the white noise. It's the white noise. I love it right, so much. Chewing. I, usually, I just have not had anything uh, outrageous bother me on an airplane. 
That's because you're drunk. I think I bother people probably, yes, but I do. start stupid conversations with people. But well, that one time was it you or Lance that farted so bad on the way back from? That was Lance Vegas. It was so gross. Yep. The whole plane was like. Bleh. Yep. I would not do that. Mm-hmm. Unless, although at the end of vacation, <laughs> hi, how's it going? I think his timing's a little off. You should have that did that like a year or so ago when you had to wear a mask on the plane. Oh my God! Right? Except yes. Except for when you were eating. <laughs> there you go. You know? That's so, it. That's why people did. And by the way, people were taking food yes. and eating very slowly. Yeah, that one person did a like a thing of Pringles. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Right. Have a good day. You too, bud. Yeah, I mean, I guess if you're not in first class, you're really not eating. You're only getting uh, the the mini bag of goldfish. Yeah, well, and I the trip to Ireland because it's a longer flight. Yeah. I want to, I want to say on the way back we had breakfast and lunch. Wow, sitting with the poor people. Uh, yeah. Wow. It was everybody, because it's a long flight or whatever. But that, I don't, or a snack, and I don't remember. I I would say. I just remember being like, they're feeding us again. We don't need to eat anymore. My God. Um, it's not the food that bothers me. Uh, if I was sitting next to somebody eating ribs, <laughs> I'd be like, man, you're going to finish that? That looks amazing. Uh, it would be just the act of someone eating that close to you that I think would bother me more than the f- food or well, the chewing or and the, i don't know if this happens to you or, or the not. smell now that close to barbecue i don't know if i want to smell that all the way to where i'm going but. right and then like let's say i usually don't have problems with noises there are some people that can't stand hearing other people chew right um but th- it's weird like my brain it's almost like a tick or an obsession if it latches on to something yeah. randomly yeah you can't like ever... i'll be like i can't unhear that guy licking his fingers right and then it'll drive me absolutely <laughs> i'm trying to uh equate it to rudeness and uh i mean the airplane Although they're eating up in first class, people are snacking. I get it. But I feel like there's a code of the road where you don't bring a full meal with you on an airplane. Right. It's like an unspoken, I don't know, like leaning your seat back. Well, because usually you're eating bef- if you're going to eat. Right. It's like, why, the it's like, why are you being, why do you have to do that on the airplane? Right. We were just in the airport. Unless you're running late or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. It but just in that seems, case, it, it just seems like a hassle, I guess. Right. For the con- the person consuming the food. I don't know. Anyway, there you have it. It's a weird one. It is a weird one. Good combo, though. Yeah, buddy. Uh, uh, what do we call that? We call that uh, take on, uh, uh, carry on convo? Sure, bud. <laughs> <laughs> the look at your face. That's as good as it's going to get today. It's not very good today. Hi, how's it going? Are we going to go to commercial? The last words I heard was licking your fingers. Licking your fingers <laughs> and my yours and mine. <laughs> Hello. Hi, how's it going? How's it going? Good. Uh, you know, you guys are talking about the annoying noises on uh, airlines. Yes. So the worst one of all that I've ever come across and experienced was a Karen. Oh, no. Oh, no. You saw yeah. one in the wild? 
Well, those uh, it's just it's almost like uh, uh, what do you call it? The like extinct bird that came back to life and <laughs> had the worst noise ever. What was she bitching about? Just everything. The 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 time of the flight. Why are we delayed? I can't stand this. Oh my you know God. all those kind of things. It's like I hate geez, that. I'm, yeah. When are we gonna take off? Right, because we're all kind of miserable. We're all kind of miserable together on the plane. Right. You don't need to vocalize the, the, it. The code of the road on the airplane is to sit down and just get through it. Mm-hmm. Yep, just everybody get along, sit uh, down. Uh, That's right. right, just do your part. And, uh, you know, nothing will laughing too loud. That didn't hurt anybody, as Billy Joel once said. Uh, that never hurt anybody if we're laughing a bit too loud. But, you know, bring it, the object is just to not screw the flight up. Right. <laughs> Anything short of that, I'm okay with. Replay today, the JJO Morning Show Podcast. Get up with Johnny and D. JJO. Part of my tough stance on immigration, Taco Tuesday will be changed to Pizza for Thursday. Uh, just throwing this out there. Don't forget, Pi Day is approaching us. Be March 14th, 3.14. Uh, that'll be in a couple of Tuesdays. Mm. So there's usually deals on Pi Day for pizza because it's pizza pie. <clears throat> nice. Um, I do know for sure 7-Eleven and Speedway are celebrating Pi Day with a deal on pizza. Mm. Um, rewards members, so this gives you time. To download the 7-Eleven or Speedway app, um, you can get a whole large pizza for just three dollars and fourteen cents. Jeez, yeah, that's a that's a hell of a deal. Even sound real? It is real, John. I don't lie to the people. Wow, you have to pay for it and stuff. Here's that. You have to pay for what? Is that a stolen pizza? It's like you're stealing something <laughs> at three bucks a pizza. No, you just have to download the app, and it's limited that's, to two pizzas. It's an analogy. It's like you, it's like you stole it. It's only three dollars. 
If you stole it, you wouldn't pay I didn't, anything. I didn't think I think I I didn't say that right. <laughs> ah, okay, go. Go ahead. <laughs> that came out. I think I did that backwards. I don't, I don't. All right, go whatever. Go ahead. <sighs> Is it Friday? Is it Friday? Can almost. I, all right. Get, You're dirt. almost there. God, get me to, to cellulitis went to your brain. Yes, it did. Um, all right, and then um, do you make a lot of pizzas at home? Um. <clears throat> uh, yeah, we don't do scratch pizzas, but we'll load okay. up. We'll load up. We On have frozen za. We are the fully armed Death Star of pizza additives. Uh, now, making your own pizza crust is not as hard as it might sound. We've tried it. We haven't had mm-hmm. a lot of luck with it. Okay. Yeah. Um, Avery <laughs> tried one a, a couple weeks ago. Was not happy with it. He's tweaked his recipe, and he's going to try it differently. Oh. I told him he didn't let it rise long enough, but he doesn't listen to me. I'm his mom. You know how that goes. But anyway. I do. Uh, here is a pizza chef telling us things we need at our house in order to make good pizza. Now, I don't have any of these, which might explain why I haven't made good pizza. I don't know. Um, there is something called a pizza steel stone. It's from Nerd Chef. Okay. It's a steel baking stone. Okay. A household oven is one of the major limits in pizza making, especially if you're trying to make a Neapolitan style. And the steel baking stone is for sure the way to go if you really want to step up the game. He says use it in combination with a skillet broiler and preheating the stone for over an hour. Oh, wow, yeah. This will create the almost ideal environment for great pizza in just four to five minutes. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's $110. Oh, yeah, no, I'm good. That's got to go online. That's like a Christmas list thing. (laughs) Um, or like, you know, strippers will have an Amazon wish list. Yep. That's what would go on there. Right. Um, and then he's got the perforated pizza peel. This is the giant spatula. You know, the thing that they use to take the pizza out. Sure. Made of wood? Um, no. Um, he insists on getting an aluminum one this year, chef. He says the perforations allow excess flour to fall out. Before the pizza makes it into the um, onto the baking stone, because flour gets bitter if it's burnt, it'll help you avoid a bitter taste to your finished pizza. Who the hell knew that? I did not know that. Beanie says this one is easy to use and clean, and also to slide it underneath your favorite pie after you've stretched your pizza on a clean surface. That felt kind of erotic yeah, for some weird reason. Your, I'll stretch your pizza on a clean right? surface. Yeah, that that felt. I'm glad I'm not the only one who got that vibe. Uh, 40 bucks on Amazon. Okay. And then he has dough containers. Okay. Um, after you spend so much time answering your pizza dough recipe, you want to store it perfectly and without risking it so it won't dry out. I don't know that you need that if you're just, I mean, there's 60 bucks for three of them. So I'd be like, pass. I'm just going to use all the dough I made. Goddamn. <clears throat> we were at the, uh, in Cedarburg at the Anvil Pub. And they brought out this. I was trying to. I was trying to find it. I wanted to tell you about it because I know you'd you'd love it. We tried to make it at home and almost burnt the house down. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we we're trying to melt the cheese. Uh, it was so frustrating. We just can't get it to turn out like yeah. a guy can in six minutes at a damn restaurant. Right. It's so annoying. I'll find it. But it was like this flatbread. But it, it had like a like cherries on it was unbelievable and the guy the the cook came out i grabbed him and he gave us instructions on how to make it we had to make this sauce oh, i can't find it now i'll tell you about it i'll find it though it was it was the, one of the best things i've ever eaten in my life 
The little anvil. It's the old blacksmith shop in Cedarburg. Okay. At the dam there, if you ever get a chance to go in there and eat. I've only been to Cedarburg one time. Great bar. Did you have fun? No. It was not for a fun reason. Uh, oh. Yeah. Oh. So, whatever. It's okay. Oh, no. Uh, well, now i got to hear what happened. No. No. no can't it hear. was just uh, it was Oh, you were with a man. Family stuff. You were with a man. It was, yeah. <laughs> with a man's family. Well, why didn't you say so? It's all you had to say. I just hate that crap. <laughs> hate it. Was it the last time I was ever with a man? No. <laughs> yeah, uh, going on, man, what is it, 12 years load free? It's, uh, yeah, you, yeah. I should, I need to nail down the date yep. so we can have a load free party. Wow. Like every year. And it's just a reason to have cake. Duh. Um, I can't remember who I was talking to, but they went out to Gem City because we were talking about me and Lance were talking about Gem City. And they went out and they had uh, Listen, it. I'll support your load party. I won't feel good about it, but I'll support it. Okay. I'll show up as a friend. Thanks. That means a lot. Because I was going to have it during work hours. I was just going to bring, like. I'll just sit over in the corner all backed up. Nothing to do with it. This is not about you <laughs> and your load. <laughs> I didn't know you'd okay. take it so personal. <laughs> I stand for every man's load. <laughs> that, listen, I will come to your party, but I'm giving a speech pro-load. That's fine. I'm the pro-load party. I'm not anti. Well, I'm well, anti-load for myself. Whatever. But I know if you like loads, <laughs> have at it. <laughs> oh, we're going to get in trouble. All right, go ahead. <laughs> Anyway, and he told the bartender that we recommended uh, the Gem City Pizza. And right. I don't know where it went from there because that could go one of two ways. Like, tell that asshole morning show to stop talking about us. <laughs> <laughs> or tell them thank you. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh. um, yeah, I, whatever. Uh, good pizza all the way around Mount Vernon Tap, dude. Yeah, buddy. I know. I know. That I can, that I'll back you up with. Yeah, that gets sure. full morning show uh, support. Yep. 100%. Load and unload. That gets full uh, support mm-hmm. across mm-hmm. the board. Boy, I wish I could find the ingredients of that pizza. Uh, I will because I want. I, I just describing it. You're gonna. Your your mouth is gonna water. But I'll get to it. Okay. It might have been a one-off thing he was just making that day, but uh, God, it was glorious. And uh, yeah, we just. It was too complicated. Once once you tell me you have to start, well, here's how you make the, the little sauce I put on it. That's where we kind of got lost. Making the sauce? That's like the easiest part. No, it wasn't, it, it wasn't pizza sauce. It was like a drizzle oh. that you had to put on it. And we couldn't, oh, it was probably a reduction. It was some reduction. We couldn't get it right. And that's what made the pizza so great. So we, yeah. uh, whatever. That's so frustrating. I'll come over and cook for you for uh, an undetermined price yet figure it out um i will follow through and find it though okay i'm frustrated hello how's it going yes hello the entire community of commuters just pulled over to vomit after hearing about johnny's backed up load listen to me <laughs> thank you so listen much. to me well, am i do i not get a say in this am i not part of the it's family not about you <laughs> well <laughs> listen why are you so hateful? You should see a doctor. She doesn't like loads. I know she doesn't. See? I can tell. I just passed three people not, pulled over vomiting on their doors. I'm not going to try to reason with you. You're you're on the other team. All right, talk to you later. <laughs>
She's I think load and unload should be <laughs> our new names. <laughs> At 710 with load and unload in the morning uh, coming up. Some pizza recipes here with load and unload. I mean, that should not that should not even go together. Those two should never be said together again. That's what did it. Uh, because when I say reduction, you know what I'm talking about. Right. You know what I'm talking about. Hi, how's it going? Yes. Yeah. No. Johnny. Yes. Um, I was just calling to uh, say you guys try to get, are you guys trying to get off the air every day. It gets it gets worse and worse. I love it. I. Uh, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not happy with my, where my career is. I just want to learn how to make this pizza. That's all I want. I just want to know how to make pizza. Well, and here's here's another thing. Maybe it was a load reduction in that pizza. Uh, ooh. Oh, I hadn't thought of that. I will. We'll see you. Bye. Bye. Yeah, he's probably right. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, all right. That's the last time I tipped that guy really well. Hi. How's it going? Hey, Johnny, I agree with Dee. We should have just one day of no men and no load. Yeah, no. Yeah, you want an all-chick uh, show in here? I, that's cool. I'll, yeah. take Friday, I'll take Fridays off. <laughs> no, it's every Friday. <laughs> no, it's every Friday. <laughs> I got to work Friday, so that's I, I am totally, I am totally in agreement with you. Way too much testosterone in here. I'm in. I'll, I'll spend a day with Dee. I don't care. All, all right, right, hell all yeah. Right, all right, have fun. Right, so. The JJO Morning Show Podcast. With Johnny and D. Listen, rate, subscribe. Catch a new show every Monday through Friday, 6 till 10 a.m. on 941 JJO or streaming anywhere in the JJO app. Johnny and D. Nowhere but JJO.